Hey, I'd like to welcome you to another episode of the Mission Matters Money Podcast, your source for all things money. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at AskAdamTorres. Keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, missionmatters.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today is a very special Reunion 2020 episode. What is that? That's when I had a guest on in the past, and I liked him so much I had to bring him right on back. So today's special return guest is Daniel Passoff, and he is the he is a partner over at Sankus Capital Group. Daniel, welcome back to the show. Thanks, man. It's good to be here. I, uh, I hope your fans like me as much as you did to have me back. Oh, man. Well, first off, so it's funny because I know you, you, you still have um, Strata Capital Group, and we've been, for, the, for all the listeners that didn't catch the first episode, we're going to go a little bit into your background, but, um, but um, I, I encourage you to go back and check that out because uh, Daniel has a really interesting story, especially what he did as uh, founder and president over at Greek U, which we already covered that. Again, look at that back episode. But that being said, um, I, once I found out you, are, uh, you uh, went to Sankas Capital Group, I'm like, all right, Daniel's making some moves. And the funny thing is normally with uh, – Strata Capital Group, we're talking about what you're acquiring, what you're doing. It looks like you were acquired by Strata Capital Group. Tell us a little bit more about how that took place. Yeah, so um, after I sold my company and I had some liquidity, and so I started Strata Capital Group to kind of start placing some investments, you know, on my own in both real estate and private equity. And through that process, uh, I met uh, Justin Crane, who is uh, the managing partner at uh, Sankus Capital. And uh, we got along very well and had some of the same kind of theses and going out and into the market. Um, so he asked me to come on board. And so now I'm a partner at uh, Sankus Capital Group. All right. So um, what are some of the things that you're focusing on? Like what are the kind of acquisitions you're looking to make? What kind of companies? What kind of niches? Like tell us a little bit more about the, the, the theory behind that. Yeah, I think that uh, – what we do is, is you know, pretty unique in a sense of um, what Justin was trying to create was uh, a PE group that uh, had lots of areas of expertise. You know, I think that my area of expertise in e-commerce and digital marketing isn't normally uh, found in the partners of private equity groups. So when he brought me on, uh, we're really targeting, I mean, almost any industry we're targeting. We really have a wide net to really learn about different industries and, and find the opportunities. But kind of the core of it is to find uh, founder-led businesses or family-owned businesses that are doing well, that are cash flow positive, making money anywhere from, you know, two to, to 10 million of EBITDA. So they're very profitable businesses, uh, but maybe they haven't had, uh, you know, professional expertise to come in and help them to scale even more. So that's the, the opportunity we're trying to find is businesses that are well run, uh, but maybe because they've been founder led for so long and haven't been touched by traditional private equity or, um, or have been sold in the past that we could come in and kind of, you know, look at it to professionalize the business, streamline processes and systems and use our network um, and our expertise to help to scale the business beyond what it what it's doing now. So, um, what are the plans for 2020? Like, what what are you thinking here? Because this is so. I had John in uh, maybe about a year ago now. What are the plans now? This is a newer partnership. Yeah. So you know, in the in the past, um, I was more of a, a passive investor um, in, in in my company. Um, you know, now being on the general partner side, it's it's very different. 
Uh, we have, you know, a good amount of deal folk coming in right now in lots of different industries and in, in healthcare and construction, lots of e-commerce. Um, it's, it's, like I said, the net is very wide. As far as two, two, 2020 goes, uh, you know, it's, it's a little difficult right now with the, the COVID-19 and, and how that's going to affect the debt markets, um, and, and potential investments. Uh, but we are, you know, treading very safely through this for now, at least kind of seeing, you know, what's going to happen over the next few months. But we do have some deals in the pipeline now that we're looking to probably close maybe one to two more deals by the end of the year. Any kind of trends you're noticing in, in deal flow just in general, like things that are coming across your desk? Because you just have a unique vantage point, on, you know, cause, um, being in your shoes. Yeah, that's a that's a good question. Um, I think that um, over the past five years, there's been a lot of liquidity in the market, meaning that there, there there's you know money's been available both as as debt and as equity. So a lot of these companies have been able to you know bring on bring on money in in, in many different ways and. I haven't seen this trend yet, but my prediction is, and, and now especially even more so with, with this potential re- recession ahead of us, is that a lot of these companies are going to, um, you know, not shut down, but they're definitely going to be affected. They brought on a lot of money. They have a lot of investors. They have, you know, a lot of a lot of debt, and they might not be able to meet the covenants of these lenders. So there there might be an opportunity to come in and, and help these companies out who might end up suffering because of this, we could come in with some additional capital and expertise to try to help them through, you know, what, what's coming, you know, this year and possibly for the next couple of years. Yeah, I mean, well said. I think there's a, it, it, it's, it's kind of tricky, obviously, because, you know, nobody wants to ever see anything bad happen. Like, we don't want people to, you know, to happen what's happening right now. But in the on the other side of things, whenever there is this type of um, these things happen. I mean, even like a Great Depression or things like that, which we're not we're not anywhere near that. But if even if we, um, it's like there's always opportunity that comes out of that. There's always innovation. There's always just new things that happen that can create um, you know things that we all benefit on. Um, so that's I guess the and I don't I'm not a, really a silver lining guy, but that's the way I see it. And and I've seen it happen. I mean, I was there. I lived through the markets in 2008, and I was investing money back then for other people. And um, you know, it wasn't the best time. You know, it wasn't the best, but um, some of the businesses that grew out of 2008, some of that innovation, I mean, we all benefit from even today. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And I think that, that you know, I've been advising some of the, the companies that I have in my portfolio that they really need to take a good, hard look at the business. The, 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 the goal, obviously, number one goal is to survive, right? And ideally, not lay people off and try to get through it. So look mm-hmm. at all the expenses that the business has right now and see, you know, where where things could be um, reduced. And if there's any other small business owners that are that are listening now that, you know, every every dollar counts, you know, my recommendation would be to go through all of your bank statements, all of your credit card statements and look at any monthly charges that you're not really even thinking about, you know, the Spotify for 10 bucks a month, the LinkedIn premium for $70 a month, the you know, premium hosting or all these different things could add up to hundreds of dollars a month um, in in savings that could actually make a big difference. And some of my companies that could be thousands and thousands of dollars a month, but small businesses, hundreds of dollars a month can can, can make a difference. So 
that would be my recommendation to small business owners especially is to go through, do that exercise, and, and find those opportunities. And then also look at what is costing you a lot of money. You might not be able to cut it out, but you actually might be, be able to think from an innovation standpoint, okay, we're paying you know, $500 a month for you know, some type of SaaS product or um, web hosting. Maybe you don't need that right now. Um, and you could start to think about different ways to do business. And when you come out the other end of this, uh, you'll be more lean and more efficient um, and hopefully even more scalable so that you could grow quickly once, once we kind of get through this, you know, this potential recession or, you know, this current landscape. Maybe it's only a few months, but either way, it's a good exercise to go through. No, well said, Daniel. Um, so if somebody's listening to this and they want more information, um, what's the best way for them to connect with you? Yeah, so, um, you know, one is you could, you know, check out, you know, our site, which is sankuscapitalgroup.com. Sankus is spelled S-A-N-C-U-S. Um, and also my email address is daniel at sankuscapitalgroup.com. Um, you know, I we are always looking for um, investment opportunities. Uh, you know, again, our, our targets are companies that are founder or family led and are making, you know, at least probably two million a year um, in EBITDA. But um, if you feel like your company is growing and, and and could get there at some point, like we're definitely happy to have some of those early discussions. Maybe there's some advice we could give you to help you kind of propel into that into that sweet spot for us. Um, and also, we we have you know a wide network of people that. Um, can provide you know VC money and uh, as well as <clears throat> debt and uh, and also some growth capital. I, I mean, again, we we don't know what's going to happen over the next few months with you know with this virus, but um, I definitely would love to start any of those conversations or you know help anybody to you know that's going through this, this tough time. Man, that's awesome. Um, well, hey, Daniel, it's been great having you back on the show. Congrats again on the new partnership, and and um, and and I can't wait to hear more great things and talk about more of the acquisitions that you do there. And um, to the audience, as always, thank you for tuning in. Hope you got a lot of uh, a lot of value out of this. Hope you had a lot of fun listening. If you did, don't forget to uh, subscribe to the podcast, leave me a review, uh, do all those great things we do to support our podcasters. I really do appreciate it. And if you're watching this on our YouTube channel, Mission Matters Money, definitely give that a subscribe and leave us some comments. I love, love to pick up the conversation in the YouTube community. And Daniel, thanks again for coming back on the show.